Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. So a couple years ago, I hit 40 years old, and man, did things change. I didn't have the same strength and vitality that I had before, and I didn't have what I wanted, and that was the ability to work out and have a blast doing it. So then the pounds started packing on. Well, thank goodness I found Chalk, C-H-O-Q, and they're helping real American men just like you maximize your masculinity by boosting your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Now, I've been taking the Chalk Vitality Stack for over a year now, and not only am I working out, I've now lost 50 pounds. So if you're ready to maximize your masculinity today, go to Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com, and use promo code BEN for a massive discount on any Chalk subscription for life. C-H-O-Q.com, code BEN, limited time offer. Subscription is cancelable at any time. Chalk.com. Well, the sixth time was not a charm for Kevin McCarthy. They have now decided to wait till 7 Central, 8 Eastern to get back at this, trying to figure out what they're going to do now. David Jolly said on MSNBC, there's just not a pathway now for Kevin McCarthy. It's time for him to withdraw. CNN's Jake Tapper says, quote, democracy is messy. And he actually is defending the Republicans who refuse to vote for Kevin McCarthy, which may be the most interesting and shocking moment of the day on CNN. Let me just turn and just say, like, I know the viewers out there, this probably seems like chaotic and insane, but... A, this is democracy. I mean, we, we, we can't pretend that this is, I mean, I think Congressman Gallagher was right earlier today. He said this is messy and democracy is messy. It's a feature, not a bug. That's true. These people are exercising their, their right to do that. And a lot of them, I don't know all of them, but a lot of the 20 rebels are voting the way they're voting because they actually want substantive changes to the rules. I think that is really an open question. I was literally... now. I, I'm not I'm not going to let you hear their fodder, but it was an interesting moment there from Jake Tapper asking this question. Uh, joining me is a guest of mine. Uh, you heard her yesterday. And we're going to talk to her again today. Senior congressional reporter, Washington Times. Carrie Pickett is with me. Carrie, uh, you heard you, you heard that moment there from Jake Tapper, who he actually said, look, House Republicans refuse to vote for Kevin McCarthy as speaker are doing this because they want real changes to the rules. We've now gone through six votes. They've adjourned again. Where are we and what are they doing behind closed doors right now? Okay, well, it appears that uh, I I spoke with Chip Roy uh, earlier today, and he is one of the uh, negotiators for the the Never Kevins, as they are... uh, as they are being called uh and you know he says that uh negotiations are moving in a positive direction but look i want to be very clear about this there isn't so much the never kevins and the always kevins uh 
what you have here are like sort of like the twenty or so never Kevins. Then you have the always Kevins. Okay, the ones who will say, you know, we're supporting Kevin to no matter what. And then you have the vast majority of the Republican conference, which is basically we don't really care so much as we'll support the person who really has the majority of the votes. We'll go that way. Just pick somebody. Damn it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, no, it's the truth. I mean, I've I've talked to members of Congress who are at this point like, this is just ridiculous. Let's hurry up and do it. Yeah, exactly. It's not so much that they're just like, oh, yeah, we're like all about Kevin McCarthy. All right. Yeah. It's, It's just that they're going, look, if it seems like, you know, Kevin McCarthy is like the guy that everyone seems to be sort of going with, then like that, you know, that huge faction is going to go with Kevin McCarthy. But if it seems like the vibe is going towards somebody else, then that huge faction is going to go toward, you know, towards like somebody else, you know, but they're not so much the, the like diehards towards any one person. Uh, they are the ones who are just like, look, we just want to. We just want to move on. Uh, and look, I'm sure like the, you know, 20 uh, or, or so anti-Kevins and the 20 or so uh, pro-Kevin diehards also want to move on, you know, badly as well. But, you know, they're the ones who are really like the most vocal about their positions right now. So those are sort of like the three factions right now that that are really, uh, you know, out there. Uh, right when now. you... So when you mentioned earlier, by the way, you spoke with Chip Roy. Roy, he seems to be a guy that is trying to somehow get the rules changes and then go to the never Kevin say, all right, look, we got a lot more than any of us could have imagined. And right. let's get this done. He does seem to be, I, I guess you'd say, the most level headed. Then you look at people like Matt Gates and Bobert. They're pretty much like the hell with you. He's not getting it. We'll stay here as long as it takes to prove that point. Has there been right. any movement behind closed doors on how to deal with that? Um, as of now, it doesn't seem like it. The big problem is that no one really seems to know what the demands are of the Never Kevins. Um, because honestly, Ben, uh, of the of the 20 Never Kevins, uh, it, it's like all of them have kind of different demands. So, for example... Uh, Matt Gates, you know, at, at first, as we talked about very recently, uh, it was more of a personal problems that that like he had with uh, Kevin McCarthy. Okay, fine. Now, uh, apparently, he is asking for a sub subcommittee uh, chairmanship uh, on on uh, on one of the committees, uh, and so there's some horse trading that he's sort of putting forward, uh, and that is kind of being thrown out there. And then there's also um, other things where you have someone like Ralph Norman who's saying, well, my problem, as we discussed uh, you know, very previously, has to do with spending. Okay, well, <laughs> there's like another demand there. Then there's uh, issues about, uh, well, we don't want leadership to be uh, getting into it, any of our primaries. Okay, there's another issue. Then there's issues about earmarks. Uh, we don't, we want to ban earmarks because uh, you had the Democratic majority last time around who brought earmarks back so it's a whole smorgasbord of, of like different demands from 20 different people who you know many of them just got to capitol hill about two minutes ago and you know what 
if you had a grievance with Kevin McCarthy, you know, years ago, and so on and so forth, all right, maybe I, I can get it. But if you just got here and don't even know where the bathroom is, some people are sort of wondering what exactly your agenda may be. And it may just be to raise your uh, personal persona and the number of people that follow you on Twitter. And people now believe that, um, you know, having your name be known by people gives you political capital in D.C. Not actually the truth. But, you know, hey, it's popularity contest. I want to talk about Lauren Boebert real quick. She nominated mm -hmm. Representative Byron Donald's Republican mm -hmm. Florida for the House Speaker, called on former President Trump to nudge Kevin McCarthy out of the race, saying, you do not have the votes and it's time to withdraw saying it from the floor of the House. Donald Trump has made it clear today, get this thing done. He's backing Kevin McCarthy saying, move on and enjoy the moment and celebrate sending Nancy Pelosi back home. Uh, this is a weird situation that Trump has uh, kind of gotten himself into uh, because uh, here you have the faction that... Uh, relies on Donald Trump's support, but at the same time, uh, they're not being swayed by uh, Mr. Trump's, uh, you know, call to support Kevin McCarthy. They're, I mean, I, I, I spoke with Chip Roy today, and he's like, what, Donald Trump made a statement? Like, that's news? Like, who cares? Uh, you had a Lauren Boebert who said something, on, you know, who, who, who like said for, uh, as you just said, uh, for to uh, persuade Kevin McCarthy to get out of the race. Uh, none of them are being swayed by Mr. Trump's uh, call to uh, do this. So uh, it looks like this may be a big, big problem for him, not just now, but maybe in 24. What point does this, going back to Kevin McCarthy, does he give up or say, screw it? And, or does he have that perspective of, look, I'm still in the driver's seat. There is no one else that is as close as I am, we'll just keep going. And eventually, maybe of the 20, 15, what does he need, 15 of them to come back to him or 14 or, or 16? Um, he, he would need at least, uh, you know, a good 15 at least, you know, to, to uh, you know, or maybe 17 at least, you know, like, I mean, how many he can only how many can you lose? Can you lose is uh, I've seen and the reason only, I'm asking you, yeah, I've seen people say four, four and five. He can only lose he can four. Only, he can only lose four. So is, is, is there a way that Kevin McCarthy can get of these 20, 16 of them back? Uh, that's, you know, that's a high bar for him. That's a very, very high bar. And uh, that's why uh, anytime look, don't bother uh really talking to those uh you know never kevins or always kevins to really change their minds on, on any on anything the ones who are sort of like people are kind of talking to right now are the who cares okay? yeah <laughs> it's the you know we just want somebody okay and those are the ones that people are talking to they're the ones who may have to go up to McCarthy, and this is only if, this is only if, uh, you know, McCarthy is uh, ends up having to be persuaded to step aside. Uh, or they would have to go up to McCarthy, and these are the ones who have been consistently voting for McCarthy. And they'd say, look, we've been voting for you round after round after round. And I'm getting, you know, we're going to have to go some other, in like some other direction if, 
if you can't close the deal, dude. What was See? the hope of this adjournment till 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 Central? And my guess would be you need to follow her on Twitter. Uh, Carrie Pickett, senior congressional reporter for Washington Times. Um, Carrie, what, I mean, the, the hope was what? Because it didn't help him adjourning yesterday overnight. I mean, it, part of me says, just wait him out. And if you just go 50 rounds with him at some point, would somebody just say, screw it, we'll vote for you, be done with it? Uh, I, you know what? The, it, it's the same thing. It's the same. It's basically trying to hammer out a deal. All right. And like, but is it one? But here's my question: Is it one deal, or is it fifteen different deals? It's funny that you mentioned the uh, the uh, number fifteen because uh, some people will mentioned uh, sixteen rounds. So you know, we could go up to fifteen rounds or sixteen rounds, uh, but. The thing that could really start to uh, get some members, some some uh, lawmakers, to really start to think about whether or not they should be supporting or not supporting Kevin McCarthy are the district offices. All right, I want everyone to think about that because first off, how are how are people going to maybe let's say they, they need they need to go overseas for for whatever reason to visit family for an emergency, for work and. Uh, they, and, and they need a last-minute passport. Oh, sorry, you can't get it from your from your congressman's office because you don't have a congressman, as far as on the House side is uh, concerned. Uh, what if you uh, need your congressman for whatever district service? Your district office is closed for any type of service. If and, and I right? can't believe I'm asking you this question, but right now, if I call a congressman's office who is quote newly elected. Is anyone at local office, is anyone going to answer that? Or is that staff not allowed to go in there until this is official? Uh, I would imagine that uh, there's at least one staffer, but as far as doing services, you're going to have a hard Constituent time. Constituent services are not up and running is what you're basically yeah. telling me. Yeah, that, that's, that's going to be very, very hard to get consituent services from uh, a, a House member. All right, arrogance factor, and, I, and I'm going to take a very quick break and come back. My guest will be Kerry Pickett, senior congressional reporter at Washington Times. Uh, there was an X-factor question of he already moved in the Speaker's office, and that was a really stupid move. Did that actually happen? Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. 
Uh, there were some people that said they were angry over the arrogance of Kevin McCarthy because he got the boxes shipped over and was moving into the Speaker's office. True or false? Uh, yeah, that's that's a true. You had a he he had a, a number of his uh, belongings from his minority leader's office put over to the Speaker's office, uh, sort of assuming that he would end up winning right away. Uh, but in this, but in the same light, sometimes it's uh, it's also a strategy to say, "Hey, look, I got the votes," because if he didn't do that, that could that could have also indicated that he wasn't. He didn't sure. think he had but, the votes. Yeah, right. Exactly. So it was sort of like a double-edged sword. Uh, you know, where is he meeting now? Go. Like where where is like the meetings? He's not meeting in the speaker's office, I'm assuming. So it, is he meeting in his old office still? How is that? No, working? no, no. No, no, there is an office um, right off the floor, um, uh, like right off the House floor uh, that sometimes uh, like the uh, leaders meet uh, and they can uh, kind of have their little huddles. So that's where he is meeting with uh, GOP members. So it's not exactly uh, ideal, but it's a place for him to uh, talk with uh, other lawmakers. All right, let me ask you another question. It, it, the new strategy, and last night people were talking about free pizza. Were they meeting directly with these 20 holdouts, or were they meeting with intermediaries who were then meeting with the, it with the other 20? Were they meeting in groups, individually? What's, how's this wor- the strategy, how's that working? Because it failed last night. I'd assume they try to change the strategy now. Well, here was the weird thing, was that um, when I was doing some of the stakeout last night, I noticed that he was mainly talking to uh, lawmakers who were on his side. Uh, as far as seeing any of the Never Kevins, uh, I didn't see any of them walking in there. But for all we know, he may have been talking to them through conference, you know, like a conference call. Uh, so that that may have been going on. Uh, but as far as uh you know negotiations were concerned as we saw today whatever was being talked about uh just didn't work out so uh, you know i think the main problem once again is just not knowing what uh his opponents want from him well and, and that's and, and that's where it's at some point i do think the american people and this was a point made earlier today on fox and i don't remember who said it but it made it was an interesting point, and that's why I want to bring it up again. There was, there was a certain point today where somebody said, if you don't know what the demands of the other person are, then it's impossible to negotiate with them. If he walked in and said, all right, every one of you, tell me what you want. I'm going to give it to you. Can he even facilitate that at this moment? Or is it for some of these 20, it's you, Kevin, and you can't fix that? You see, that's just it. Because a good number of them just don't want him. Like I know, I know what Chip Roy wants, right? You know that he's made it clear. But when you listen to the speech that was given earlier um, by by Bobert, I mean, it, I have no idea what she wants. I, I I really don't. Except, I guess I don't like Kevin, and I'm going to make sure he's not the speaker. Right, right. Basically, they're trying to make his life such a living hell that. He just backs out. Now, let's just say, um, uh, let's just say, for example, they get what they want. Let's say 
McCarthy is so um, worn down that he steps out. Well, there is some talk on the Hill that whoever ends up stepping in, that McCarthy behind the scenes and his, and his diehard supporters are going to make that person's life a living hell. That is, um, in fact, a big reason why a lot of the you know, people who uh, are, are, are being put up there or are being talked about, whether it's Jim Jordan or Steve Scalise and whatnot, don't want the job because they don't want to deal with the, any sort of uh, backlash from the, from the Kevin McCarthy diehards. Yeah. It's weird that the most powerful job in the Republican Party right now, there's not a lot of people saying, I want it outside of Kevin McCarthy, who's totally obsessed with being it. Right. Exactly. They're just like, oh, yeah, because if I step in and then I'm uh, and then I'm looked as a backstabber to Kevin McCarthy by all the Kevin McCarthy diehards, then I'm going to be the one who's going to have to deal with all these people who are going to hate my guts and try and basically make me a big failure. In the I, end, I heard earlier today from one member of Congress, and I'll end with this because I know you need to get back at it. But I was told today that there was a idea floated of if McCarthy drops out, bringing back someone to be speaker like Mike Pence. Um, is that something that could really happen or is that just give me a break? That, that's a, that's called give me a huge freaking break. Please. OK. I mean, I mean, you hear at this point, everybody's throwing out every different possibility. And I heard that was like, well, never thought I'd hear that one again. But OK, here we are. Yeah, I mean, that's called uh, desperation. <laughs> All right. Your guess, eight o'clock Eastern, seven central. Look into your D.C. crystal ball. What do you think is going to happen? And will anything change on the first ballot? Uh, I or, or, or the next ballot? No, the next ballot. Yeah. Nah, nah. I don't see anything changing the next ballot right now. Is there a chance it's an all-nighter for you? If I can help it, no. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I like it. All right. I love bothering you. Carrie Pickett, senior congressional reporter for Washington Times. Give everybody your handle and where to follow you. Hey, find me on on, on Twitter with, at Carrie Pickett. That's K-E-R-R-Y-P-I-C-K-E-T, just like the fence. There you go. Bother her tonight. You can tweet at her. She'll give you updates. It's great stuff. That's why I love having her on. Thank you, Carrie. I'll probably bother you again tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. 
to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4 slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Now, there is one congresswoman, Lauren Boebert, who barely won a re-election in Colorado, who feels like she was hung out to dry by the Republican Party. Why? Because many of them thought she was hard to deal with. They didn't like her. She didn't play well with others was their complaint, so they were kind of hoping they could get rid of her. They didn't. She's a MAGA individual. She wrapped herself around Donald Trump, and Donald Trump has even said now to her, hey, move on with Kevin McCarthy. Warren Boebert nominated Representative Byron Donalds, Republican from Florida for House Speaker, and then called on the former President Trump to nudge Kevin McCarthy out of the race. Take a listen. Rise. Madam Clerk, I rise to nominate Congressman Byron Donalds. The gentlewoman is recognized. I, uh, I rise today to nominate Byron Donalds, my friend, an amazing man of Florida, an amazing leader, someone who almost even took leadership here in our Republican Party and came very close in doing so, and it was a very brave run that he took. He's a man who understands what tough times look like and has come out of those tough times even stronger, more liberated, and as a leader. Now, we just heard from my respected colleague from Ohio, and he stated some amazing rules that we have been able to get an agreement on, I think. We were threatened pretty heavily in conference saying if we don't do as we ought, then some of those rules may just go away. But even naming the germaneness rule, which is really fantastic, after Morgan Griffith, well, that was our idea too. My question is, why didn't the supposed leader of the Republican Party present these rules? Why were we fought so hard on these rules? The barrier that still stands in the way of these rules is the structure that prevents us from rolling over. And as my friend from Chip Roy stated, we need the tools and the leadership to do our job correctly. And I believe that Byron Donalds is the man to lead us to that path of getting America on track and uniting the Republican Party. My colleagues and I have worked tirelessly for months to build consensus, to negotiate in good faith, to help unify our party on border security, energy security, debt reduction, term limits, earmarks, among other many common sense policies. But too often our efforts have fallen on deaf ears. Our border is wide open. Inflation is out of control. The Senate just passed $1.7 trillion without our input. So let me be clear, our job is not to coronate the biggest fundraiser or rubber stamp the status quo or keep on going along to get along. It's to use our votes to elect a speaker who will enable us to get our country back on track. Getting the job done is what we were elected to do. And that starts with having a leader who supports Republican principles, builds consensus, and has a proven track record of success. Byron Donalds is that leader. 
Republicans, including many moderates, have been impressed by Byron Donalds. They're impressed by his ability to work together. They re respect his leadership. We see him as someone who can communicate what we are all wanting to do in this House to Americans. And he represents so much more than just his district in Florida. Many millions of Americans all over this nation praise the work and the leadership of Byron Donalds. So let's work together. Let's stop with the campaign smears and tactics to get people to turn against us. Even having my favorite president call us and tell us we need to knock this off. I think it actually needs to be reversed. The president needs to tell Kevin McCarthy that, sir, you do not have the votes and it's time to withdraw. And with that, I yield. Thank you. There it was. That's what she had to say. Now, there's people asking the question, do you stand with that? Chip Roy also making it clear today in a speech on CNN, I think doing a brilliant job. Okay, a brilliant job explaining what he wants. It's a lot different than Boebert and what you just heard from Boebert. Take a listen to Chip Roy or earlier today as McCarthy uh, suffered another defeat on the, on another ballot. We're now up to six. He's not won any of these, obviously. That you seem actually focused on a set of principles and rule changes that you want to see enacted as opposed to having a personal animus against Kevin McCarthy. Um, do you agree with that assessment or no? Yeah, first of all, thanks for having me on. Uh, I, I think that's pr pretty close to correct. I would take some issue with saying that I've been in constant opposition to McCarthy as much as trying to offer changes uh, that I think are paramount to make the House work again. That is, by, by the way, bipartisan criticism. We haven't had an amendment offered in open debate on the floor of the House since May of 2016. Uh, we cannot keep spending money we don't have. We cannot continue to allow our border to be wide open, endangering Americans and immigrants. We cannot keep business as usual going. It's failing the country. And everybody agrees, frankly, both sides of the aisle. So I've got differences of opinion with colleagues across both sides of the aisle. But the one thing we need to do is change. We need the leadership and the tools to stop the swamp from running over and stepping all over the American people who want change in this town. So that's what I've been pushing for. Uh, there's still some things that might change that I could get there. Uh, but right now, I'm holding the line because I think we need this place to operate differently. And um, that's not a partisan statement. It's just something that I believe. So you want an open amendment process, which has happened in the past, but obviously yeah. leaders of Congress, especially in the majority party, don't like it because they don't like to... It, <laughs> they, it's losing control of what's going to happen yeah. and what's going to be in the legislation. You want an open amendment process. What else would you want to see happen in order for you to get to yes for... Kevin McCarthy uh, or whoever, well, let's just say Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, sure. Well, putting aside personalities, let's just take that out of it and just saying what would get me to yes is I need to make sure that the Rules Committee is structured in such a way that those of us who are what I would call fiscal conservatives who want to stop the sort of train of the swamp, right, the power brokers, the defense industrial complex, if you will, plus the non-defense discretionary, uh, you know, uh, folks on the other side of the aisle who want to spend more money, they all come together, as you know, you follow this town closely. We just saw it happen with the $1.7 trillion omnibus bill. Without debating the merits of any particular substance in the bill, we can't keep doing that. It was a 10% increase in defense, a 6% increase in non-defense discretionary, $45 billion for Ukraine, $41 billion for emergency spending. None of that extra spending was paid for. So when are we going to stop that?
So we can't stop that if we don't have the tools in the Rules Committee to stop it. I'd love to have open debate. I'd love to have more amendments. With the 72-hour rule you were just talking about, that's all good stuff. But i got to take issue with one thing that Jamie talked about just a minute ago. I wish she was still on because I don't want to talk about her in the third person. But she said that we were asking for things for personal handouts, spots on committees. Well, she wasn't that talking about you. She wasn't, we, we were very clear to distinguish you from others. We, we talked about how your opposition was based in principle having to do with rules. We were, we were talking more about uh, uh, the meeting between uh, McCarthy and Gates, Boebert, well, and, and, and but if, Perry. But if I might offer a defense of them, what was offered, or at least meant to be offered, was a, re a response to the request from Kevin, hey, we need actual names to know what you want on certain committees. So for example, we put my name on the Rules Committee. Jake, I don't want to be on the Rules Committee if I don't have to be, because you got to fly up on Sunday, and I want to be with my family on Sunday night in Texas. But I offered to do it in order to try to advance the ball. Andy Biggs didn't want to be on appropriations, but we put his name on the list. My point is, that was offered in good faith. It's, it's unfair for Jamie to say that and then to say, oh, they want their goodies. These other guys have worked so hard. You, you listen to what he's saying here, and he said this consistently. He's made it clear what he wants. This is not crazy. Chip Roy was on Fox News Channel saying this about what's about to happen with the vote. Listen. We're having conversations about the substance the American people want us to have. Our Democratic colleagues didn't do that at all over the last two years, right? They jammed us, jammed bills through. They didn't allow us to mend on the floor. But let's be clear. Republicans have their problems, too. And we talk about, oh, you guys just want to get in charge so you can start getting things done. You got to get them done the right way. The American people didn't send us up here to continue the status quo. So Kevin's going to have to give us the ability to constrain the swamp, the same swamp that passed the $1.7 trillion bill that had 7,500 earmarks for $16 billion that didn't allow us to secure the border, that had $45 billion for Ukraine without a single vote on the floor. Okay, I understand all of that. Ukraine. I really do. And you we know who first used that. the swamp, who talked about the swamp? Sure. His former President Trump, as he was campaigning to be president. He talked about the swamp and changing the swamp all the time. And in this statement endorsing McCarthy, he says, I think it's a dangerous game. And frankly, if they're not happy with them, they can do something about it at a later date. I support McCarthy, and I support getting the deal done. What I don't support is allowing this to continue to go forward. Do you think that at some point this is hurting the Republican Party, understanding you're standing on principle? Do you think that the split screen of President Biden with Mitch McConnell talking about infrastructure and the chaos on the House floor is eventually hurting your party that maybe there should be a deal to get something forward? There should only be a deal if it's a deal worth doing for the American people who sent us here to stop the swamp from rolling over what they want us to do, Brett. And President Trump can say whatever he wants. It won't be the first time I disagree with him, and it won't be the last. The fact here is, you, I'm not going through a list of who he's endorsing or not endorsing. I understand. What I'm doing is standing up for the people that sent me here to stop doing the same old thing. Stop spending money we don't have. You're stop saying Kevin McCarthy is the swamp, and that if he was Speaker that it would be more of the same. What I'm saying is, is that, is that what, you're we, saying? what I'm saying is, is that the people who have been here can, carrying out the status quo, they need to give us the kinds of rules and changes necessary to make sure that we can check that, stop it and stand up for the American people. How far will you go? What ballot will you say, okay, enough's enough? Uh, whatever ballot it takes to actually protect the American people. 
we're having a conversation tonight. We're going to keep talking about it. We want rules committee changes. We want to protect the rules that, that we've already been able to advance. We want to make sure we have spending restraint like the cut, cap, and balance from a decade ago. We're having those conversations as we speak, but we're not going to relent unless we can actually do our job and stop this town, this broken town, from rolling over the American people. Yep. That's my job. Brian. And if Kevin McCarthy says, you know what, I'll give you everything you want, what will you say? Well, you I mean give me everything I want, right? I mean, I, I've got to be able to go to the but American what you want is not Kevin McCarthy. But I didn't say that. If I if I get the, everything that I want, that's great. But we got to get to 218. So right now in the room, Brett, aren't it's not just Chip Roy. It's people like Brian Fitzpatrick, you know, Byron Donalds, other people where we're sitting down and talking. So it's not about getting everything I want. It's about getting what is necessary for the American people. Okay, and that's if, the conversation last we're question. having. There's Chip Roy moments ago on Fox making it clear they're not close. Kevin McCarthy uh, is uh, in the crosshairs of Matt Gates. This is what Matt Gates had to say about him today. Those of us who will not be voting for Kevin McCarthy today take no joy in this discomfort that this moment has brought. But if you want to drain the swamp, you cannot put the biggest alligator in charge of the exercise. I'm a Florida man and I know of what I speak. We offered Kevin McCarthy terms last evening that he rejected. We sought a vote in the first quarter of the 118th Congress on term limits. He refused. We wanted a budget from the Republican Study Committee that balances on the floor in the first quarter. He refused. We wanted the border plan that the Texas delegation put together on the floor. He refused. And it is true that we struggle with trust with Mr. McCarthy because time and again, his viewpoints, his positions, they shift like sands underneath you. Even Mc Kevin McCarthy's own mentor recently said that the lies always change. And Mr. McCarthy is not only responsive to pressure from the right. Time and again, he has failed to achieve the goals that we seek on spending and on the fight. For months, we have been asking Mr. McCarthy for his battle plan. How do we ensure that we stand up for folks in the military who feel like they're being purged? How do we ensure that if there is the passage of a farm bill, it includes things like work requirements? And all we got was a handful of howdy and a mouthful of much obliged. So I think it's pretty clear. You're not going to get Matt Gates anytime soon on your side on this one. Lastly, we're also uh, being told right now, Representative Donald's on McCarthy uh, says, uh, and I'm going to let you hear what he had to say for himself a moment ago on Fox. We're going to go back in and we're going to have this round of ballots and we're going to have more conversations. One thing I can tell you is nobody is at 218 votes right now. Nobody. But we're going to get this figured out and we're going to get this business done because every Republican up here on Capitol Hill is committed to getting to the agenda that we all campaigned for last November. Okay, so we're going to let you go there. We're going to get back to the House floor. Do you see a path forward for Kevin McCarthy real quick? Uh, I think it's possible, but there's a lot of work that needs to be done right now. And for yourself? Um, less likely, but you know what? It's D.C. You never know what happens up here. <laughs> okay. We appreciate you joining us. Thanks for your time, sir. This is the man who has been nominated to be Speaker of the House, and he's like, I didn't come here thinking that's what was going to happen. Had no idea. Also, to make things even more complicated, uh, moments ago on Guy Benson's radio show, Representative Dan Crenshaw has now called, and this is a guy who went to war, these 20 Republicans, terrorists. That's going to help them come to your side of things. Dan Crenshaw, I'll say it again, is an idiot. Get another scalp, get another scalp, whether it's 
whether it's Boehner or Paul Ryan or then McCarthy, Scalise would just be next and we all know it. We just can't allow that to happen. That's why those of us are saying, like, look, you pushed us into this corner, so now we're now we're saying we won't vote for anyone but McCarthy. That's why we're saying it, because we cannot let the terrorists win. That, that's basically what's happening. We cannot let, let's just listen to this again. It's a Republican calling these other Republicans who he needs to get over to his side, terrorists. The terrorists win. That, that's basically what's happening. Wow. What a moron. What an idiot. That's why we're saying it, because we cannot let the terrorists win. That, that's basically what's happening. We cannot let the terrorists win. Dan Crenshaw calling his fellow Republicans terrorists. All right, lastly, please make sure you hit that subscribe button or auto-download button wherever you are listening to this podcast right now and take a moment to write us a five-star review. Uh, Many on the left have been attacking our podcast, writing us bad reviews on purpose. So if you would help us fight back by writing us a good review, a five-star review, and share this podcast with your family and friends on social media to help us grow, see you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.